Today we're going to find out if the Genesis G90 is actually as good as a Rolls-Royce Ghost. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Car Side Chat. I am your host, Primo. I don't know if I can get my thing to work here. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, back from a little quarantine action. I finally got my test back yesterday. This has been my third or fourth quarantine. It is what it is. Uh, but I've come back again and been negative. But this time, I actually did get sick. I just did not feel good at all. And... Um, yeah, it was, it's been a rough couple of days. I was hoping to have a video out earlier. I was hoping to have some other stuff, get nice and motivated. But then again, you know, things happen. So I don't beat myself up too badly. Uh, but otherwise, everything has been going great. It's been a great year. We had a big cold snap, a little bit of snow, uh, but nothing that's that's serious. I'm really liking how this uh, this year is panning out so far. I'm sure that everybody, people out there have had some negative things, but if you have... If you have some anxiety, you have some other things that are going on in your life, here's your chance to put your best foot forward and just start changing the way you think about this stuff. Think positive. Think this is the year I'm going to make something happen and then go out and figure out how to make it happen. Now, a group that has made it happen is Rolls-Royce. Pretty much, I'm going to call them the king of ultra luxury. Uh, they just came out with their new black badge stuff and it is incredible. I love seeing the stuff that they have it's got a special symbol on it i probably should have put it up in the thing and so you guys can see it but we, we got it in a couple of different positions on our uh facebook page we have instagram we have some other areas so if you haven't done that yet go over to the ad executive automotive society um so yeah executive automotive society.com uh any place that you need to go to to get that stuff done is golden and um that's the other thing is, is if you don't want to miss any of this other stuff, make sure that you like and subscribe. So that's something that's big. But um, Rolls, like I said, they, they have their big stuff that they put up, and it's actually getting a lot of traction. It's getting them the stuff that they need to get to get their voice out there and kind of get, get people to pay attention to a product that I don't understand how you miss it. Uh, but thanks to this new stuff that they've done, Rolls-Royce had 5,586 motor vehicles that they sold for 2021 uh talk about a way to start off a year we're seeing a lot of people uh post these records i'm sure that these other we're going to see some more cars that came out this year and says hey you know we're we got near or broke a record for sales especially these big big automaker things so that's huge um and that's a 49 percent increase over there i think year before and it, at the last time they hit a number that big, I think was a hundred or broke a record like this was 117 years ago. And that's quite a time to stand on. So, you know, we've seen Lamborghini get their footing back. We've seen Ferrari kind of stumble a little bit and then get their footing back. And we're seeing a lot of other brands. I'm hoping that Maserati is going to post something good this year. I'm hoping that Alpha will uh, make some changes out that they'll say that they're doing okay. Um, there's a lot of brands out there that have a lot of opportunity. One that I think is big is going to be Bentley. Bentley, I just, I, I kind of think that right now they need to say, what do we need with marketing to make this work? Everybody else out there is killing it when it comes to social media. Lamborghini right now is a top dog. 
Uh, Rolls is definitely getting in on the action and having their videos posted up on YouTube. It's easy to get information now. You don't have to fight with it anymore. It's like a big deal. So my question really is for Bentley. When is this all going to change? When are you guys going to get your stuff together and start, you know, I've seen dealerships close and that's not a good sign, especially for a product right now that I think is on the upswing. If you haven't seen a Bentley or test driven a Bentley, there's your opportunity right now to check it out and say, Hey, you know what? I need to drive one of these things and see what the deal is with it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's always been one of my favorite products. Um, if you're looking to look into pre-owned, here's a, a vehicle with a strong, I've seen engines that last a long time. They have both the 12 cylinder, the eight cylinder, uh, you name it. And you know, the problems that they kind of had, but I want to say back in 2009, 2010 with tech, they've kind of really overcome some of those. So that's the thing is, is now there's a brand that get up to come on Bentley, get in the action, man. Let's start seeing some videos. Let's see some buzz out there. And that's the thing today. It used to be back in the day. You had somebody make the buzz and today you need to make the buzz yourself and we're in a buyer's market that was the big thing like when maybach folded is bentley said hey we're going to jump in there and grab all those customers that wanted to move over and i i really didn't hear much come from that and that's that it makes me wonder who's dropping the ball so i don't know maybe maybe you guys need to call me on the phone and we'll get something set up or at least you know hey get in some cars and we'll drive them and and we'll start some of our own buzz because i would be dying to drive another one it's been a while since i've been in one and i just thoroughly enjoyed it for every time no matter it, even some of the old crappy models that just people like the hydraulic brakes that people get worried about it was huge so today's topic was i, I keep hearing this over and over again is people say you know this genesis g90 like it is the car uh it, it's got so much in it that's so you know top notch top tier for the price you can't go wrong and it's just something that really kind of just continued to kind of dig at me because as you know i i own a hyundai genesis back in 2010 they tried to test out the brand modeling to see if it would do very well and actually it did incredible they decided not to go with the coupe stuff which is what i have and more go into the sedan side which was really nice they had a v8 at the time uh they had some image or branding issues that they needed to overcome because of well bentley exists uh <laughs> two, two very two similar symbols and you know but um that was the thing is is they went from <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> doing the symbolization with those cars and then started once they started getting traction here with the genesis logo on them they really thought you know now's the time to move it over from hyundai to be its own brand and that that move started to happen so that was a big deal uh, but, uh, I actually got the Ecus, one of the Ecus is, it was actually in Korean. It was really cool. And that was one of the first cars that came over to the U S and I got a chance to drive it. There was, I really thought it was an amazing car. And I believe that the G90 is kind of what the Ecus became. Um, and that was, it was a big deal. Like uh, the idea that they can support their own brand and support their own dealerships. And, you know, here's an $80,000 car that incredible so and now they've actually got them cheaper so i think it's, it goes down as low as 60 to seventy thousand. and they had a lot of good thinking that went into it but you're comparing yourself to rolls royce and rolls is in a different world there's something about a rolls royce that is just off the chart and if you've ever driven one or been a passenger in one there is just some kudo points that they get that cannot be compared 
to any other vehicle. It is indeed an experience. Uh, like I said, any of those ultra luxury brands, Bentley and uh, Rolls Royce, it's one of those things where you get in the car and drive it. And if you can come back and say, yeah, that was just like any other car, you you weren't there. You were asleep the whole ride because it just it's amazing going down the road at 100 miles per hour and just not hearing anything. Like it's just the music's playing inside of it. And and it's just it's a different experience. But and that's Rolls Royce has been the king of that for a long time. And people know it it's unfortunately kind of identified it sometimes with the older person car uh but that's that's neither here nor there that's the thing is, is i think if anybody is into the true true ultimate driving experience then you have to consider rolls royce it's just the way it is we don't have those battles about saying hey you know i'm gonna buy a muscle car because i like my muscles better than exotic cars and it's better to build than to buy or all this stuff we don't have that problem when it comes to actually commuter vehicles because there's your basic commuter, there's kind of that mid-range, then there's the luxury stuff, and then there's the elite. And that's where you get into that ultra-luxury field where roles cannot be beaten. It really is the top dog. Big numbers, big power, everything about it, no holes barred. It's the idea of it was in the idea of the quiet, powerful drive is actually in its mission statement. It is it's part of its DNA. So Genesis has quite the battle today, but I think you're going to be a little bit shocked at what we come up with, and I was actually shocked myself. So today's thing is not about really looking at the driving quality. So when I was a passenger in a Genesis, the last time I was in it, I don't think I was in the G90, I think it was in the lower level one, I was actually the passenger and I had the controls in the back, so I was able to you know, control the monitors, control the, uh, what I was watching, you know, computer access, that kind of thing. Uh, but there was a ridge in it that I bumped my head on constantly. And I just saw that as a huge fail. And I'm not that big a guy per se, like I'm not that huge. And I know there's guys out there that are six foot, six foot two, that they would definitely have had problems with that, that bump in the, the highway there. So that's one fail. So I'm never going to have that problem in a Rolls. I know that the headspace in it is huge. Uh, veneer tables, it just controls are perfect. It's made to be driven and it's made to be driven by. So it's one of those cars. I've always said I want to get a Rolls and go out and do Ubers with them and see what happens and, you know, get the reactions that people want. But it's one of those cars that people wouldn't want to do that with because the everything in it is so perfect. So we're not going to take that into account, though. We're going to take a little bit of it. So some things they're going to get some bonuses for, some things they aren't. But at the end of this, we're going to see how that score lines up based on just the numbers and see what we get uh, overall. So the first thing I want to do here is let's look at the Rolls Ghost. This is our this is our first car that's going to be up. This is a we're the model year that we're doing here is 2021. I really wanted to do the 2022 setup, but um, that's, I, it's just easier to get the stats for the 2021. Um, the second thing is, is now look at this Rolls interior. So these are real wood veneers. This is a high quality leather. Uh, I wasn't able to get like a naming convention for the leather. Um, it's been a while. So I used to know all that stuff, but I don't even know if they use the same materials that they do before. I do believe that the, uh, wood grain that you see here is the same piece of wood that's used throughout the vehicle. So they use this one wood veneer and then it's kind of layered and then it goes into the veneers itself. So you have this awesome interior that's kind of uniform. 
uh, obviously have uh, a, a really easy to access screen, uh, easy to access controls. There are some little, I, I want to say convoluted things that is typical for this type of vehicle. And if you can see the heater vents at the bottom there, there's they use a roller. So you roll it back and forth to whether you want it to be hot or cold. Uh, some of that stuff in there takes some getting used to, but if you if you know what you're doing, yeah, you can probably figure it out pretty easily. Um, the other thing that I like about the touchscreen is that there's it's programmable. So if you can see just below the the vents there, there's a there should be a row of um, there's a row of like numbers and stuff. So if you want to program, let me see if that's right in here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, the the thing that happens with these, I know that you press the button, you hold it, and you can program it not just like, it's almost like radio station programming. So if you say, I want program one to be my GPS to go home, you can program it. So that's something I like about this. The other thing is, is um, you can actually plug in a USB. If you have a loaner, you take your USB settings, put it in the new car, and they're all ready to go out of the bat. So yeah, that's the... Rolls interior. Oh, don't forget the Starlight Headliner. Great option for it. Another one that they have is um, the Lamb's Wool Mats. Do not buy this car without the Lamb's Wool Mats. I think they're 20000 18 to 20000 Uh, But yeah, that's the one where you drive. You will not drive with your shoes on for the rest of your life if you have those. It's hard to take care of, but I, I think well worth it. Um, so yeah, so let's get rid of that now. Obviously, some of the things that we're talking about here, we're talking big dollars, okay? So let's look at the G90. This is one of those things, and I want to say, first off, it kind of feels plain Jane. It does have that estate driving look to it, uh, but there is something a little bit, it, like it needs more edges. It needs a little bit more something. I don't know what it was. Like Lexus really did a great job of taking their cars and showing them that they were worth way more than what you were paying for them. And I think you get a lot more out of those than, say, other cars. But that's the thing is, is these aren't really Lexus. We're, we're, we're actually up in a new genre here. And I think if you're going to go up in a new genre, the, the big vent is, eh, it's okay. But there needs to more be more going on here with this car than what I'm seeing. And I just, I, nothing to knock against it. I'm sure there's ways to, you know, make it look the way it looks. But, you know, as a promo image not as flattering as, as I'd like to be. It's not, this is some, this should be jumping out of the page at me. It should be just knocking me on my butt. And I just really not feeling that the exterior of it. But when we move to the interior, the Genesis really starts showing aces. Like this looks like a really smooth dynamic interior. We've get, um, this one, it's got the ebony, um, the ebony veneer to it. Um, I don't know if I want to see this too, but I don't think that these are real woods like they use, um, in the Rolls Royce. Um, and that's okay. A lot BMW does it. A lot of different companies don't, you know, use real wood and that's just the way it is. That's okay. No, nobody's going to take it personal because kind of some of the times it's just the look that we're looking for, but the veneers do go from the front. They go around to the side. So they're on the doors. They look very uniform in this picture. I don't know if that's true of all the vehicles, but that's, I mean, I know the Rolls Royce you're going to get every car just has that same, I want to say it's leveled ambience. It's just so, it looks uniform. 
Uh, but it definitely in this picture, that definitely looks uniform. It definitely feels real. It looks like easy to do controls. And uh, it looks like the, the shifter and all the little controls here are easy to reach. Um, I don't know how this programmable area works or, you know, the radio system itself. It's something where I really need to go in and actually drive a vehicle. But um, use it, the, lever, the interior is Napa. This is one car that, like, the Rolls has the starlight field on it i just felt that that g90 man would just be perfect with that starlight on it. i think if i was going to get one i'd want to do something to kind of increase the looks on it so we're, we are going into aftermarket which is kind of my wheelhouse here sorry to, to put it up but um i think that if i was getting the car i would probably do something with the exterior of it but i don't think i do much with the interior other than like adding a starlight field or something like that to kind of just make it pop and i think that it wouldn't take much to make that car pop. So so that's the thing is, is right now as we're going, Genesis is a little bit behind, especially in the looks class. So, you know, it is what it is. And that's the thing. It shouldn't be shocking that, that the G... That's the thing is, is you got to remember that the G90 is going to be... Should be pulling in the backs of the whole thing right now. It should be losing a couple of battles right off the bat. And that's okay because it's not a car that you're going to spend the money on as high and we'll get into that too so the first thing we're going to get into like again i want to just focus on the numbers as much as we focus on some of that stuff i mean obviously we got to look at it and say ah, let's say we don't know everything let's say you don't know about the starlight field or the lambs oil mats or you just we're not sometimes we're not kind of taking the payment in let's just look at flat stuff um so let's just look at the numbers here so the engine for the rolls royce is a 6.61 twin turbo v12 that makes 563 horsepower at 5250 rpms and 605 torque at 1500 rpms now that's the number that i think is impressive making all its torque at 1500 is amazing that is a sign for me of a true luxury car a car that is going to nail you to the wall and just not apologize for its power that's what i'm talking about and i really like that about the car it is rear wheel drive and has an eight-speed automatic. So, um, so right now we got <laughs> that's going to be quite the little little thing to fight out here. Uh, so, what does the G90 have? It's a five-liter V8, makes 420 horsepower at 6,000 RPMs and 383 torque at uh, 5,000 RPMs. Uh, it is rear-wheel drive, but it's going to get a ding here because it has the option of all-wheel drive. That's pretty big for a lot of you guys and especially the northern guys are going to say oh there's an all-wheel drive option well then um and that's the thing is is i'm not sure you're going to drive your dawn out in the winter time while you could kind of consider your genesis also it has an eight-speed automatic and what i did here is i kind of look at the gear ratios on the two uh i do like the gearing of the rolls royce slightly better there's a way that they're constrained they're very similar but I think at the end of the day, the rolls kind of nudges it out with the uh, the thing there. But where we have a huge failure here is obviously in the horsepower numbers and especially in the torque where you really needed to have more. I mean, the, you're, you're under, what is it, 200 torque less than the Rolls-Royce. And that's just, I mean, you... You got to definitely up your game there. So that's the thing is, is, so right now, let's do the scoring here so far. So for the rolls right now that's getting one for the horsepower one for the torque um 
I'm going to give it another for the speed, the automatic transmission. I'm going to give the Genesis G91 for all-wheel drive. Um, and the last thing is, is the fuel, which is uh, fuel consumption for the rolls is 14 combined, 12 and 18. So city highway, 12 and 18. So 14 combined. And then for the Genesis G90, it's 1624 and 19 for the total. So it's going to make a lot more horsepower. It's going to make more horsepower than the G90, but it's going to get better fuel economy. So I have to give it a score there. So right now we got, it's two to, it's three to two right now. Um, the other thing is, is they, one has the 21.7 gallon fuel tank and the Genesis has the 21.9 gallon fuel tank. So let's just call it 22. Um, I'm not going to split hairs over a gallon of gas here. Not even, not even a full gallon. It's like, was it 0.3? Um, but let's just call it, you know, let's just call it a mulligan there. So that's evened out. Um, so yeah, so far we got three for the Dawn and two for the G90. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I really, that torque number, it, it's going to ding it. So we're going to give another one to the rolls because the Genesis, you got to fix that torque. You're not a luxury car unless you have the torque. So next thing we're going to go over to is we're going to go to weight. Now, obviously, if you got to overcome more weight, there's going to be some issues. So even with it being a luxury car, I, I everybody says luxuries are heavy. And they are heavy. That's just, it's just the way they are. If you're going to put a lot of stuff in a car, then it is what it is. Um, so, but we have to really consider you ha if you're going to design a car, let's, let's take the idea of maximizing weight. And there's a lot of stuff that they kind of share between platforms. So if they're both going to have the same kind of electronics and computers and all that other fun stuff, let's just take it into account and get a winner. So for the weight of the Dawn, it's 5,644 pounds. The weight of the Genesis G90 is 4,817. So that's a thousand, almost a thousand pounds of weight difference. So even though it doesn't make as much torque, it's going to push, be easier to push around that weight. Now that's a thousand pounds. I don't know if that 200 horse, uh, 200 torque is going to be the thing that needs to define it, but you know, I'm just going to call it a mulligan and I'm just going to give it to the Genesis on the weight. Um, so the next thing is wheelbase. Now wheelbase is kind of crazy because wheelbase should be something that it, driving quality, the longer wheelbase, the better. So we'll just jump right into that. 122.5 for the Dawn and then 124.4 for the Genesis. So there's another point for the Genesis. Wheelbase, uh, excuse me, length is 208.5 to the Dawn and 204.9 for the Genesis G90. So it's got four inches on it, but I don't know if that's so far. We'll, we'll wait for the interior to kind of figure out what that is. That might just be because it has a bigger engine. Um, the next is the width of it. So 75.4 for the Genesis and 76.7. Kind of too close to calling that. So we'll call that even Steven. And then the height of it, 59.1 for the Dawn and 58.9 for the Genesis. So the Genesis is actually a lower slung car than the Rolls, which shouldn't be too shocking. The Rolls is a big car. The Dawn's actually the smaller of the group, which is why I like it because it's it kind of has a better feel. I think it cuts through the wind a little bit better. Uh, but that's the thing is, is I don't think this is enough to really make a big difference. But the passenger volume, and this is where it really is, because the space inside is what's really going to make the diamond for you. The passenger volume for the Dawn is 100 cubic feet, while the Genesis has 
uh, excuse me, 113.2 cubic cubic feet, which means it's bigger, and it's bigger by 13 inches. So there's another one for the G90. The also that the trunk space, which is 9.2 cubic uh, feet for the Dawn, and the G90 has 15.7 cubic feet. That's a big deal. So we got another one for the G90, and that's just something I kind of was shocked by because I know I've worked with these companies before, and I remember when the Dawn came out. I remember how awesome it was. I was very excited about the car, and it kind of shocked me that I remember a ton of space in that car, and I didn't think that the G90 would be able to best it. I know the Bentley has huge amounts of space. Like, you can put everything in there. But if this is going to be a driver's car, I think being able to have more trunk space is definitely going to be a winner. The next one is sound systems. Both have I mean, a really good sound systems. I'm going to say on the whole, the Rolls-Royce is slightly better for its sound, but I have to be honest, kind of sound is sound. Um, but yeah, sound for the Dawn was 600 watts, uh, and then the uh, Genesis G90 was 900. So that's another one. So right now we got 7 to 4 for the Genesis G90. That got kind of shocking. Now, let's go into the last part here. So, this really kind of, I decide whether, you know, hey, can you drive this car daily or can it be, is it just going to be that weekend warrior? The warranty for the Dawn is four years and the Genesis G90 is the typical Hyundai style 10-year, 100,000 mile warranty, which, wow. I mean, I don't even think that's something that even some of the big companies kind of consider. So, that's another one for the G90. Um, lastly, obviously, we just go over. We went over that before. Is the high end leathers, the rear wood trim. So we're definitely going to earn one for the Ghost and its numbers. So right now, um, that that's kind of you got to give them the bonus for that. I mean, you have, you have better, better looking interior, better feel to it. It, it is what it is. Um, so lastly, let's say what you're spending on for your money. Remember, these are base numbers. So I would love to kind of break everything down and say. You know, oh, Genesis this, Genesis that. But that's the thing is, is we have to just put it flat and say entry level, whatever. Um, for the Genesis G90 is $78,745. So for that, you're getting the 5 liter with 420 horsepower, which I still think is underpowered. I think that's something that they need to look into. Obviously, the price is going to come up. Uh, but I think that's something they can consider. Maybe getting a V12. Maybe that's... You know that option that they need to consider i think right now they've basically mothballed their whole uh internal combustion thing so i think the next thing you're going to do is electric and the engines they have are going to be the engines they have um i do think they've made they've bumped it up a lot so they may be in the 500 range now but i think the price tag has gone up to like a hundred thousand so maybe that was that's their fix which was fine that's great we'll get we'll look at those numbers when we get to them <laughs> The Rolls-Royce Dawn, on the other hand, is $359,250. And I think that's where I, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give this to the G90 just because of its price. Now, one of the reasons I say that is because this price is really representative of how you're going to drive your car. If you're going to take it, I know the warranty is in there, but obviously you're spending $100,000 or more in your car. The warranty is a concern, but it's not a backbreaker. In other words, you're how much are you going to take it out and that really is the diamond here is how often are you going to take out your g90 versus how often you're going to take out your dawn now your dawn is going to you're not going to probably daily drive a dawn unless you 
you really hit the lottery somewhere and you know you 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 have the kind of bucks that people don't care about anymore if you can spend two million on a car yeah yeah i just spent three hundred fifty nine thousand just because you know um yeah there's the difference so uh but yeah with a seventy eight thousand dollar car with a 10-year warranty i will never have a problem rolling a g90 out Sometimes if I test in a, a Rolls Royce Dawn, I'm going to say, I want to be careful with everything. I don't want to mess the leather. I won't even sit in the seat for too long because, like, I'm wearing tan pants. I will not wear black pants if I'm going to test drive one of those cars because I understand that that leather can actually leach off of the the dye in your clothes if your clothes aren't diamond. Um, so it's one of those things that even if I'm wearing the top-notch clothing apparel, I may be aware of it that there's stuff that can be into the tier. So I'm going to spend more time on it. I think with the G90, you're going to, there's going to be times when if you had the both in your driveway and you said, Hey, we're just going to go out on that Sunday stroll and just, you know, drive around a little bit and then maybe bike up a, a bike trail someplace or, you know, go out to play a game of golf. Um, and I, I see dirt in my future. I think the idea is, is I'm going to take the G90 out a lot more. Um, so yeah, I think that all in all, that's where we kind of sit. So the score right now, and remember, this is just what we see as numbers is, uh, nine for the G90 and five for the Rolls Royce. I did not expect that to happen. I really thought we were going to go through this and go more trunk space, more interior volume, higher watt sound system. You know, obviously they're going to fail on warranty from the dawn in comparison to the Genesis. They 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 do their stuff. I didn't expect them Genesis to beat the horsepower at all, and the idea of the feel of the V12. But that would really be an effect if we're driving a Lambo, Ferrari, Kona, say, because we're all about the sound. Here, it's all about making less sound. So that really didn't come into a factor. And with the eight-speed automatic, that was I think really kind of the part where I woke up and said whoa, this thing has a chance. And the reason it has a chance is because of the way the gearing was. I knew it was going to be a very smooth transmission. I knew it was going to have that kind of feel that you'd expect from a luxury car. Obviously, the, the G90 with the looks, I, I, I got to give it a, a ding for that, which we did. Um, but that's that's one of those things of saying how, you know, come on, <laughs> If you're selling successful cars and you really are making an impact above and beyond, then, you know, take a couple extra steps to do some little design work to have it. Maybe some haunches on the side, maybe have some hips, give it some life, man. That car definitely from the numbers right here is definitely something I would look into and want to consider. Uh, but those looks, I mean, put it up against Lexus and that could kill it. You know what I mean? Like given the option of saying between that, that's, I'm not really excited with the new BMW kidney grills. I, I mean, you guys t put it in the comments of what you feel about that. Um, Mercedes is always Mercedes. They're going to continue to to do what they do. So I, I, I do, I'm going to give the Mercedes good on looks. They have some cars that really nail it. Uh, but a lot of things when they roll back to the retro looks, I just, and I think everybody kind of feels that that 2001 area for some of the cars out there was really just a, pristine time for cars i think it was good for a lot of brands i liked later when it came to rolls royce and bentley um which i think everybody's gonna say yeah that's the way to go 2008 2009 they really got their they started getting their stride uh bentley's looked strong um the rolls royce was strong 
uh, to a couple of brands in there that really hit it while other brands were falling off and they were really up in their game. So I really think it's just a matter of BMW, you know, is going to take their game a different direction. I think Mercedes is going to take their game a different direction, but the reality is, is all those cars are great trunk space, great driving experience, great feel. And a lot of those numbers that you're going to see here, you can actually read in the numbers and say, Hey, what's, what's going to feel good. Now, here's the thing i understand the g90 on paper one and i think the dawn you know will look at me and kind of go really you know for the price that you're getting here is that driving experience that much difference and that's where i think that this kind of test is not going to be good it's not going to be able to tell you how the cars drive based on how your experience and how your feel is i think that's something that we want to do probably in the next year when the weather starts coming up i definitely want to go out and i definitely want to get a Genesis and I definitely want to get a Rolls Royce. Um, I might actually look into a black badge because that thing is the powerhouse of it. And I know that may be an unfair comparison, but oh, well, if you, if they offer the car and you have the money for it, why not? Right. Um, but yeah, looking at a top of the line G90 with all the trimmings, with all the power, drive that sucker around a little bit, see what it feels like in, in the mix and, you know, comfort zone and how would it feel to be a passenger? How would it feel to be a driver? And then go in and compare them actually apples to apples and see the real thing that sells cars. And that is the driving experience. Um, obviously, price point wise, if you're not in the market for a Dawn, you're not in the market. So that really works out for you because now you know your options. But again, you have options like Mercedes, Audi, don't forget Audi, uh, BMW, Lexus. I know people didn't want to consider Lexus in the past. I Even when they said they were boring cars, I really liked them. The LS460, I think it was. Um, I really just enjoyed the feel of it, but we see that same kind of concept here was there was a dull exterior. And then when you drove the car with its interior, it's kind of, Hey, it hits some of the bells and whistles. Now that we've kind of upped the game when it comes to leather and interior feel on it, you know, the, the, the margin is getting closer and closer and the price point, it becomes now it's a game of numbers. And that's the thing is, is if it's if it's all about numbers, there comes a point when the cheapest guy wins. And I hate to say that like that, but it really comes down to, hey, that's the price I like. Uh, does it drive well? And if it can meet that area of being able to have a great driving experience, then, you know, then we have an ace here. And it may be something that I would go. I mean, I have friends that and that's one of the things that brought this up to this, too, is I have friends that own genesis vehicles and their regular cars are ferraris and and mclarens and stuff like that and it's like it was so weird to just be like hey you could afford a bentley or rolls or these other cars why did you end up going with the genesis and the word is is i got the same kind of feel uh from a car that i didn't have to spend as much money on that's very telling so yeah that's something like i said we need to get in the driver's seat here and experience and if you have in the before and had the opportunity to even compare this to let's say Bentley or compare it to BMW or compare it to Mercedes or any of that, then I want you to put it in the comments and I want you to let us know exactly what your feeling was on it uh, and how your experience stated that, you know, hey, I, I couldn't see myself. Some people just can't see themselves in Genesis right now. And I get it. it it's, it's a Genesis. <laughs> so it's the thing is, is if it's not your type cup of tea, then it's not your cup of tea. But to have it win, ugh. I think at least we need to start considering it. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I hate these. I want I only these shows will be a little bit longer. Um, 
We are actually SilverCitySoapWorks.com, which is our, I guess you could say, official sponsor. Um, they are working on a new commercial for us. That is one of the fails that we've had uh, in the last couple of shows that we really said, hey, you know what, I know you guys are putting stuff into this. Let's get a commercial on this and, you know, promote your product because, like I said, they've done a lot to help us get to where we are. And I really do appreciate a lot. It's something that I work with doing testing for them and, and stuff like that. So I got a little inside information here, but uh, but it is what it is. But that thing is, is they're going to work on a commercial. And I want to do that because I think we have shows that are basically the hour mark. But then the stuff is, is we don't have the things inside of it that we need to get to it. So if you have a chance to head over to SilverCitySoapWorks.com, check them out. They are uh, do soap, bath bombs. Uh, all sorts of stuff that is great for your skin. Uh, the Just a great product all around. So it, it's healthy, all natural. Um, and there's a lot of things in there that you wouldn't think that they have. And one of they actually make our Executive Automotive Gold Leaf product, uh, which is great. I, I love this soap. <laughs> it is like so unfair for me to just be like, it's just me using it. So, And we got to find a way to put this product kind of out there so you guys can reach out to it. Uh, and get it and i'll put something in the comments so if you ever want to support us we are still doing a little bit work on the website i'm not completely happy with it but uh, i do want to get you know more access so you guys can get to some of these products and things that we're kind of hyping out uh, but yeah if you ever have any question about it everything is put in the comments if you ever want to support us those that they're going to put the links there and make it so that you can get in some of this product and like i said check out our goldie soap it is amazing I love it, and uh, and I think you'll love it too. So check out some of that stuff. We thank you for tuning in. We're going to be back again next week, and we're going to talk about the next big product, the next big thing, whatever it is. Remember, if um, sorry about you guys on the podcast. You couldn't see the pictures, but if you do, head over to our YouTube page, Executive Automotive Society. Just search it on there. It'll pop right up, and you'll see the big old shield, and that's, that's how you know you're there. So we'll talk to you then, and, uh, yeah, you guys have a great day and a great week, and we'll see you next time. I hope to see you healthy and happy. And as always, don't forget to drive. <laughs>